Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast and happy Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday. Getting down on Friday. Fun, 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 fun. Looking forward to Claudia's birthday. Let's just breeze right past that. Okay. Hey, Jax, how you doing? Welcome to the Morning Toast. I'm darn good. Can't believe it's Friday. It's so joyful. We feel, I feel undeserving of this Friday because we all got Monday off for July 4th. Claudia, Friday is Friday no matter how you slice it. That's unbelievably true. And it's not subjective. And even if you didn't work on Monday, like it's still Friday. Yes, but don't you feel like when, course, a, when a Friday comes around and it's been like a five-day hard-earned work week, like you feel so good about it? Yes, but I still feel good. Even though this was a four-day work week, we were working so Non-stop. hard. Meetings, 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 podcast, 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 photo shoot, photo shoot, photo shoot, modeling, modeling, modeling. I'm mentally and physically exhausted from being on set as a model yesterday. We did a sickening photo shoot that we can't wait to show you guys. It's not a secret project or anything. It's just like us being models and it's not a big deal. No, modeling for the greatest company on the planet, Spritz Society. Spritz Society. The pictures are so, so insanely cute. cute. The Strice brothers were on set. The Strice brothers were there. Jackie was there. Ben was there. Claudia was there. It was a family affair. Spritz and was the there. Photos, there was so much Spritz. There was cakes. It, let's not spoil, you know, the mood board for everyone, but it was really sickening. It was really sickening and that's just a reminder that if you're heading into this weekend, you need to hydrate yourself with Spritz Society. It's a good time. It's a delicious time. It's a taste of summer. I don't want to bring the mood down, but I have to share a rather haunting experience from um, my bedroom last night. Okay. So I'm up. It's late. Ben's asleep. Oh, I heard you couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep mostly because I just finished this like incredible book which was a Rach Parcell recommendation called Crossing the Line by Lucy Score. And so it you're was saying Rach Parcell read this, this book. book? Yes. And like I put it off for a while and I, I shouldn't have because I fucking loved it. And there's a sequel. So I bought the sequel, but I was like, I'll start it tomorrow. But I was just like up at night, like the book left on a cliffhanger. So I was just up late, like tossing, turning. Should I read? Should I not read? I read a little and then I'm like, it's late. I need to go to bed. What's late for you? <laughs> late for me is like. 1130 okay. but this was like 130 oh okay okay that's so late period I had tossed I had turned I had tried I counted sheep all that shit did you try meditating no you should have so you should have I was just like checking my phone like before bed like making sure like in the two hours that I was tossing and turning like nothing happened when all of a sudden I got an airdrop oh yeah I saw you posted you talked about this it was so alarming let me tell you why it was a fellow neighbor okay up late at night so I have three apartments on my floor one of them is someone runs their office out of there so it's literally only Monday through Friday nine to five it's giving us in our old studio literally (laughs) the second apartment is a foreign family they live in like Brazil or something so they're never home that it's just me maybe it was someone upstairs or downstairs my building is pre-war. Like, it's big, tall, like, heavy cement ceilings. Like, and it wasn't just, like, Robert wants to send Claudia a photo. It was, like, a PDF from, like, an HP. It was giving hacker. 
it was giving, and especially like the book that I just read was like about like a security company, like in the hacking and the FBI and all that stuff. So I was like fucking paranoid and I was like, do I accept it or decline it? Like that was, if I accepted it and it was some sort of like malware they put Bug. up. Yeah. But I was curious. I declined it. But then I was up all night just thinking about, you know, the very tech savvy home invader or ghost or squatter living behind my bathroom mirror. I don't think it's that serious, but I do love your imagination. I think either it was an accident. But from you know, where? That's what I'm saying. It was could have been, like, you have neighbors, like, across your way. You're, like, in your window. Like, sometimes when I go to airdrop something in my house, other things come up, like neighbors and such. We live all very close together in this city. Mm-hmm. It's really not that crazy. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. Because, it's, because it is crazy. That's so why it doesn't happen more often. It was either often. an accident or it was a fellow restless sleeper who wanted to share a note that says, you up? And I, then you would have written back, yeah, I can't sleep. I was thinking of maybe sending a selfie being like, did you mean this for me? Question mark. Yeah, no. And then you guys could have started a relationship. Mm, and via airdrop. It could have been turned into a Hallmark movie. Called the airdrop heiress. <laughs> or like air dropping into love. Air drop dead gorgeous. Because the, the picture you send would was be stunning. obviously snatched. Yeah. So then I was up, it was like furthering my insomnia because I'm like, oh, there's a tech savvy home invader in my house from the genius bar. I just don't know why the home invader would need airdrop to get into your home. Maybe your phone. It was suspicious, especially given Maybe the Maybe it's book. a competing podcaster who like wants to wants the destroy. De- That's a possibility. Wants to hack our Instagram and delete all of our viral clips. That's... what it was. And that's the price of being at the top of the podcasting game. Sorry, I don't make the rules. And being so viral. So true. So shareable. So So relatable. Relatable. Yeah. I think that's the word people use to describe our show. I think they would say... In a serious way, yes. Yes, I think they would say relatable, hilarious, creative, completely unique, completely not ever been done before, give birth to it, throw it up, put it in a blender. I think that's what they would say. Yeah, I think that's what they do say. I think that's what they do say as well. Do say. How's do? Do Dadu is exhausted from being on set. He was one of the models yesterday at our spritz photo shoot. And he definitely came back with like a God complex, you know? (laughs) But so did I. So we were very much on the same page. Yeah, Bryce did incredible on the set. Incredible. He was like born for the spotlight. 100%. And I just want to let everyone know Bryce is doing well, even though he had an onion on my Instagram story last night. I saw. I didn't know that onions are so toxic for dogs. So either oh, you didn't know that? No, either it's not so toxic or he didn't get it. I picked it up and he didn't get it. Onions and grapes. You have to be really I knew careful. about chocolate. And I knew about chocolate, but I didn't know about onions. But Bryce seems to be fine. He was These sm- boys got iron stomachs. Like nothing yeah. phases or them. Or he didn't get a piece of onion because I did pick up half of it I thought maybe he got the other half well that's the price of being a home chef advertiser and his breath would have smelled like onion wouldn't it have not really because like at least Theo and I'm pretty sure Bruno's the same like they don't chew they inhale <laughs> they swallow yeah like it's not like he's chewing it up getting all the onion bits in his teeth and that's what happens to humans while you have disgusting breath it's literally a vacuum very very true no trace of onion no it's the price of being hooked on home chef and now so Bryce true. is hooked on home chef as well so use true. my code Jackie 100 it gets you 11 free meals <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was like my evening of torture. How was you? I, I saw you last night. We had dinner together. Um, even though you kind of like ambushed me, I came over for dinner and rolled time and there was no role to be seen. And you forced me to record a podcast episode, banking some content for Patreon. So that was a nice little seven o'clock ambush. I just wasn't expecting. Yeah, but I think it was really nice. We did have a delicious meal. Then Roll did wake up and you were able to mutchker him. He did wake up, but it was like his pre- bed nap so like he was like cranky and like I was doing all my tricks and he'd give me like 
any smiles. He was so happy. I have a video was of he? the two of you. He's like enraptured. I wasn't feeling like it was his like best self, you know? Wow. Yeah, you're no, coming, I, now you're coming for rolled. No, I'm not coming for rolled. Look I'm at just yourself. Saying, he was, it was right before bed. It was like 7.45. What does he go to bed at 8 o'clock? Like, <laughs> I got a small window and it wasn't like premium rolled because he's like, fuck this bitch. I got to sleep. I'm going to tell him what you said. That's fine. Not premium rolled. You, by the way, I know you're his mom, but like you can admit there's more premium hours of rolled than others. My rose is my son. What oh can God, I say? so annoying. And I told you what time to come over if you wanted premium rolled, but that was too early for you. Well, you know what? I'm glad that I didn't because you would have forced me to do two Patreons. <laughs> True. So it is what it is. I did get some rolled time, but I'm expecting a lot of rolled time this weekend because it's my birthday and I get what I want on my birthday. And this birthday, I want to breastfeed rolled. I just want to see what would happen. That's like kind of like child abuse, but okay. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Like you're giving a hungry baby a tit that's got nothing in it. No, we wouldn't do it when he was starving. Like that's for sure mean. I would do it um, like after he's like had a bottle or something, you know? I just want to see. Like, is that crazy? That's an intrusive thought. I think that's child abuse. I don't think it's child abuse. I just think it's like a little psychotic. (laughs) Borderline unethical. Borderline. Yeah. That's like one of my intrusive thoughts that like I'm getting eerily close to acting on, you know? Okay. What if I just shove this breast in his mouth, you know? Oh my God. Okay. I don't, you guys let us know in the comments what you think. Let us know, drop a comment. Should Claudia breastfeed my yeah. son? Okay, if we get to 100,000 subscribers and we get our plaque, I'll breastfeed Harry. No. <laughs> then you're getting everything you want. That's not how it works. No, that's literally how it works. No, it's like you have to do something for getting the thing that you want. You have to do something that you don't want to do. Okay, what's something that you've been like asking me to do? Ooh, what's something I've been asking you to watch? Yellowstone. Yellowstone. So if I watch all four seasons of Yellowstone, I can breastfeed Harry. No, I was <laughs> going to say, if we get 100,000 subscribers, you have to watch Yellowstone. Oh, you're making this really hard. Yeah, no, now I'm confused. Like, what are we wagering here? <laughs> I don't Who know. Who wins? No, I don't Who get it. Who loses? We all do. But we all win because then you watch Yellowstone. Rolled you'll be wins. Hooked. You'll be hooked. I know. I just can't. Like, I'm having like such TV fatigue for like the last couple of months. Me too. But you want to know what's weirdly been like, I guess this is what like, you know, people would call it, not guilty pleasure, but it's just like a source of comfort for me. Like something that I'm really like just always looking forward to. Southern and, Charm. Yeah. I knew you Like were last say that. night I was up late. I, if it wasn't Southern Charm, like if it was Beverly Hills, I would have gone to sleep. But I was like, no, I want to watch Southern Charm. Like, and when it was over, I was like, darn, I missed my show. Well, that's so interesting. I'm having definitely the opposite effect. I, I actually don't like the season at all. I feel like I literally don't know who anyone is. And I don't know how they're all connected. And it feels like people who we got invested in are becoming like friends of Madison. Madison. Like I, I actually feel incredibly confused by the season of Southern Charm and also enraged at like literally the men in this group, like being their worst selves and like just straight up lying. That's the theme of Southern Charm since the beginning. It's like the men act in a way that like you would typically think like girls act like with their drama. Yeah. Like that conversation between Craig and Austin, yeah. like that's girls in high school. No, and like Craig, I mean, Austin literally sitting there and being like, I literally don't care like what you did with Naomi. Well, why did you literally spend all of last week like talking about it, investigating it, thinking about it? Like you obviously care. Yeah. So I'm just like annoyed. And There's like just, Shep is annoying me too. Like, oh, me too. Like, sorry, you can't, not, not wanting kids is totally fine. But like to string this girl along and like, I don't know, maybe I do. Like you obviously don't. Yeah. Which is fine. Just own it. And that's why it was, you know what it was reminding me of? And kind of finally I was able to understand. It's reminding me of like Scott Disick where it's like he dates all these really young girls because not only is he into young girls, 
But these are girls who at the time that they're dating him, like, aren't looking to get married, aren't looking to have kids. And like after a year, two years, when they want something more, their relationship has to end. So he's back to the drawing board. But still, he's not going to go out with someone who's like 30 or yeah. 35 or age appropriate because that person wants a relationship and probably kids. Okay, but like what if he dated someone on his level who is like divorced with kids? Like that would be incredibly easy for him. She's not going to want kids. That's true. But could you see like Shep, like Shep, being someone's stepdad no, no he doesn't no, want that either no he was just bothering me like a lot and the way like honestly the disrespect of craig has just like gone to a point where i'm, I'm fucking done like, i know but at least like as viewers it used to be they would disrespect craig and put him down it was just sad period but now like we know craig's on top so it's like okay you want to shade him he's gonna go to his store on king street or whatever yeah, it's called and just roll in his money yeah and in bed with Paige. well we'll talk about southern charm at the i end just of the wanted show. to say like I, it's a comfort show for me which i didn't know i'm so happy that you found night. that yeah i love that yeah um so we've got a great show and we could jump right in before we do a little Mi- housekeeping housekeeping so the next two weeks are going to be kind of on and off with shows because we have so much going on it was supposed to be like our summer break but we decided to like fit in a couple shows just because like there are some we days to. we can do shows yeah. but there are some days we can't so next week we will be doing shows on wednesday and thursday only in studio but only wednesday thursday and then the following week we'll be doing shows monday tuesday wednesday only yeah, we've just got a lot of, like, business happenings that, like, need our full attention. We've got personal stuff. Like, we just got shit to do, and so we need to get it out of the way so that we can come back from the two weeks of scatteredness, mm-hmm. scarcity, and give it our 100%. 100%. So Tuesday, Wednesday of next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of the following week. Wednesday, Thursday of oh, next week. shit, sorry. Okay, so we'll see you after this on Wednesday. And yeah. then from there, we'll let you know what days we'll see you. Wednesday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. You know, maybe I'll make one of my little Canva Pro calendars. Oh, that's so helpful. It, it, it really was. When you were gone on maternity leave, those were like my lifeline. Also, you want to know how you know we were so busy yesterday? Mm-hmm. We never even posted our post-show picture. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. No, I literally did. I looked so gorgeous. Excuse there me. was no way I was not posting it. Let me see. That's how busy I was. I didn't even see it. Yeah. and But I, I went to go... Our socials oh. on fleek, like our reels went up. I guess because my outfits were just so similar, I like uh, just totally. thought it was the day before. Well, I think we should talk about that. There's been some discussion about your shirts. Can you talk to the group? Yeah, so I thought I established with everyone that this is just my uniform until further notice because I like how it's comfortable, not too tight. Mm-hmm. They fit these like collared shirts, matching shorts. Today I, I did mix it up. Um, and it looks professional. It's I not, I'm not wearing like sweats every day. It's way too hot to do that. Yep. Can't wear like sweatshirts. Leggings. Um, leggings. That's what I was doing like before. Mm-hmm. But now I've gotten into these like collared shirts and matching shorts. And I just feel really comfortable. And I'm just not in a place right now where I can focus on um, losing weight. Mm-hmm. I just have too much going on physically and mentally. I don't have like the me- – being on a diet takes a lot of mental fortitude mm-hmm. that I do not have right now because I'm just way too booked and busy and like – working that I can't and you're literally raising a child so like it's fine of course no but I can't dedicate like the headspace to being on a diet and I think that's fine like normalize not being on a diet if you can't yeah and you look great and you just had a baby and everyone needs to stop I'll get there when I'm ready and when you know things calm down for me but I I actually like don't have the the time the energy the resources yeah that's fine physically or mentally no time to work out of no, course not it's but fine. also physically like I just feel like I'm do like my life is so physical right now like right. I need food as fuel mm-hmm. I can't worry about like oh I'm still a little hungry or like this no, like, didn't fill me up like, you're I, breastfeeding you have and to eat also 
aside from breastfeeding, my life is very physical, but also plus breastfeeding, it just makes me voraciously hungry. And I'm not gonna leave myself hungry because then I have to deal with the mental aspect of like, okay, well, you know, thinking about like mm -hmm. the, what I'm gonna eat next. And I have no time You for have that. literally no need for explanation on that front. You look great, you're doing great, sweetie. Thank you. And stop taking pictures of yourself, your sister's going to jail. And hence wearing like the same comfortable thing every day that still looks professional. So if you have a problem with it, then you're coming for new mamas. And mamas, get them. Normalize wearing the same thing all the time. Normalize having a look. That yeah, wasn't, um, this that is wasn't English, I'm sorry. I was like, you were Having a uniform. No, no, no. I said it, I jumbled my words. Normalize having a look. That's exactly what you said, and that's exactly what I heard. Really? Because yeah. sometimes I've been listening to our podcast like back, some clips and stuff. How scary. Not only do I swallow my sentences, but you really <laughs> cut me off so much. Yeah. And I don't notice it when we're sitting here, but then I listen to it. I'm like, stick up for yourself, girl. No, totally. Um, again, there's really nothing I can do about that, so I do apologize, but it's completely out of my control. Um, and back to having a look, um, this is the sixth color of the Amazon set that I own, so I'm with you 100%. I don't even know how many collared shirts and short sets I own because I do have them from a few different brands now so sometimes things may look like they're the same color but they're different materials and different brands right, so you're not wearing actually, the same shirt multiple days in it's a row. completely different and that's on being a style icon yeah they're not the same blue no <laughs> I don't know they're so different <laughs> Do you know what I'm gonna... cerulean blue yeah. cerulean thank you yeah that you no doubt fished out of a department store bin that was chosen selected for you by the people in this room. Such, I wish I knew that monologue by heart. Like that's a fucking read to filth. Like that is Real Housewives of Atlanta level of read. You should make a TikTok. Make a TikTok and that will force you to memorize it. When Miranda Priestley's like cerulean, like her, it's ASMR literally. And she like purses her lips, cerulean. I'm literally gonna start an ASMR like pop culture channel. That's Where my first video will be this. I would tell Gemma, that she is a fat. Can we say the C word on this podcast? Yeah. We never have. We never have. Well, there's no censors. Okay, I'm paraphrasing. Actually, I wonder, probably our YouTube rating, like we, we've got okay, different ads. Okay. Oh, no, but um, we don't even do YouTube ads. I would tell Gemma that she is a fat runt who, <laughs> um, the shoes she gave me, I would, I can't remember the whole thing, but you know oh. what I was going to say. I, I actually made a TikTok of it recently and I memorized it. But that was like a couple weeks ago, so I'm like a little. Let me think. Um, I would let Gemma know that she is a fat cunt, and um, the shoes that she gave me were not the type of shoes that I would wear. She said that they were meant for a beautiful woman, and if that's the case, she should have put them back on the rack. Okay. I think Gemma's just a disgrace a disgrace to humanity, a disgrace to women who are actually beautiful and classy. And someone lied to her several times and told her that she was fly and hot and sexy and beautiful. And she's nothing like that. She's nothing of the sort. That's I definitely beautiful. botched that a little bit. I feel like we were in slam poetry for a second. Literally. Like in the cafe. She would be a poetic genius if she got into slam poetry, Tiffany Pollard. Cynthia. Jesus died for our Cynthia's. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay, now I feel ready to get in. Yeah. No, you have one more thing? I was going to say, I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. 
to dive into the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. I can't wait to jive into the fast five stories. You'll be really good at that. I can't wait to see you do that. I'll be, I'll be diving, but you should jive. Yeah, no, I watch Grease. I could jive. Today's episode is brought to you by Allbirds. Allbirds create shoes and clothing that are better for you and better for the planet using a revolutionary roster of premium natural materials like their popular Tree Runner sneaker. It's called the Tree Runner because it's made from eucalyptus tree fiber, a lightweight, breathable, and silky soft material. Making the Tree Runner the perfect everyday shoe for getting the most out of your sunny days. So they're lightweight and breathable. It is the perfect everyday sneaker for, more, for warm weather plans. Whether the summer has you traveling, hiking, you need a comfortable shoe, a supportive shoe, and a shoe that's good for the planet, bonus, they're made with premium natural materials like eucalyptus fiber. They're designed with a breathable knit that keeps your feet cool while you're soaking up the sun, and they're super lightweight. Makes them comfortable and the perfect pair to take along on any adventure. Find your new favorite shoes for sunny days and, and upcoming travel at allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Solo Stove. There's nothing like a roaring fire to bring you back to what matters. The things that digital distractions and the frenzy of everyday life make too easy to forget. Solo Stove is a travel dream. If you appreciate a nice fire, a s'mores moment, cuddling up with your lover, you got to get into Solo Stove. It is the most premium and portable fire pit on the market. Mm -hmm. So you can upgrade your backyard with a Solo Stove fire pit and create story-worthy moments without the fireside fumes. It is stainless steel, and it's designed to regulate airflow and burn more efficiently. So there's little smoke. You'll wonder there's even a fire. It's a perfect catalyst for getting outside and spending more time with family and friends, and you can build lasting memories around a Solo Stove fire pit. They're brilliantly engineered. They're built to last. They're easy to light with a few bits of starter. Your fire will be blazing in minutes. And of course, they're so confident that you'll love it. They offer a lifetime warranty and a free 30-day return policy. We don't even have backyards and we have a solo stove because every time we go on vacation, we rent a house, we bring the solo stove because you can never count on like an Airbnb to have the outdoor a fire, fire pit. pit of your dreams. And it's so premium. It's easy to pack. It's easy to travel with. And if you have a backyard, I really recommend getting one like a porch. Right now, you can get big discounts during the Solo Stove's 4th of July sale. Use promo code TOAST at solostove.com for an extra $10 off. That's solostove.com, promo code TOAST for $10 off on top of their incredible July 4th sale discounts. Hurry, the sale ends July 10th, which is my birthday, unfortunately. <laughs> Okay, our first story, some drama in the Ray household. Mm. Addison Ray's dad, 46, is allegedly uh, having an affair and misled a 25-year-old into having this affair. Addison Ray's father, Monty Lopez, allegedly carried out a five-month affair with a 25-year-old woman named Renee Ash. In an exclusive interview with Page Six, Renee claims that he led her to believe their alleged relationship was more meaningful. She said, quote, unfortunately, he misled me on his marriage. He lied to me. Mm. He told me that we were going to be together and have babies together. He even introduced me to his mom, his youngest brother, and I thought we had something real. Oh he told me a story of his marriage that convinced me that they were apart and in the process of getting a divorce. Uh, she alleged that um, she broke up with Addison's dad this week after several girls accused the middle-aged influencer who boasts 5.4 million followers on TikTok. That's that is insane. like the shadiest term, middle-aged influencer. Please <laughs> never let me get to that point. No, it's only of hitting on a lot of uh, other girls accused him of hitting on them in person and even over FaceTime. She said the last straw, the um, his girlfriend said the last straw was when she saw leaked footage of him allegedly allegedly caressing a girl's backside during a night out yeah. partying. Sources tell Page Six the individual was only 19 years old. Yes, so that video had went viral on TikTok and had um, all these girls like posting screenshots of their texts and like 
relationship with Monty. And what was like most shocking and probably embarrassing for Monty from this whole situation is like his text messages. Like you thought Jeff Bezos wanting to get drunk and read the newspaper was weird. Um, he is so cringe. I'm looking at them. They're, it's horrible. Like it's really like a lack of social awareness. It's a lack of um, humanity, and it's just graceful. Yeah. Here are some texts between the two of them. They're horrifying. Well, so she says, why are you so shockingly amazing and sweet? Please tell me if it's fake and save me heartbreak. He said, because you deserve it. Period. (laughs) She said, I don't. Didn't mean to send that. I'm sorry if this is weird, but I can't imagine you talking like this to Sherry. He said, we didn't talk. He's being like very short with her. Yeah. She said, whole marriage, he said, was a weird relationship. She said, I can tell. At least we met and mutually haven't felt this way before. He said, I love how you're beautiful and we can have fun and talk. Google eyes. She said, I love you so much. Never expected to be in love ever again, especially now. Then she sent a picture of the two of them in a different exchange saying, can't fucking stop looking at our pictures. Miss you so much. He said, I love you. We headed home. I love this pic. We are such the power couple. I'm one hour from the house. I'll call as soon as I hit If you have to call yourself a power couple, girly, you're not. That's one of those, like, cringe terms, like girl boss. Yeah. No, if you call yourself a girl boss, like, you are the boss of nobody. Not even yourself. Nobody's boss. Nobody's boss. He said, I wish you sent me pics all day. I would take a sexy pic now. Send me any new pic. Okay, so I have to say that I had a very bizarre um, encounter with Addison Ray's dad, and so not, not a shred of this is surprising to me. We were at an event, like in the same area. Um, he had taken off his wedding ring, like made a whole show of it too, like showing everyone, I'm taking off my ring. This was like <laughs> months ago, months ago. What was the event? Um, I don't really want to say. Where was it? I, I don't really want to say. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Like, I don't no, want, no, I don't I, want to get no, in trouble. I know. Like, I just wish you could, like, communicate to me so I could place myself there. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> I'll tell you afterwards. Um, he was being really inappropriate. Like, so much so that, like, it actually, um, like, it was, like, a problem with, with, like, a girl there. Like, it was, like, it was really, really bad. And I just, so, I, from that moment, I knew he was disgusting. And he was, like, wasted and, like, spitting. I hate when people spit when they talk. Ugh. He was just, like, a gross drunk guy with, like, bad slimy breath and, like, thick saliva and, like, spitting all over the place. Um, and he's not, like, the most gorgeous man in the world. So you can imagine what that looked like. Um, so this does not surprise me. And I think it's really disgusting injustice for Sherry. She's a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. I just saw her on TikTok making such a cute 4th of July dessert. And this is what she's coming home to. And it also does make me wonder if, like, perhaps they've been aware of Monty's, like, issues in the past couple months because we've been talking a lot about how Addison feels like she's taken a very like big step back from public life Mm -hmm. and maybe they knew that this was brewing and just like we're prepping for it I don't think so I don't I think the two are unrelated because Addison is a rising star and like and Monty's her stepdad like and his creepy behavior is not gonna dull her shine yeah and if you ever listen to Addison Ray's podcast which I don't think exists anymore but the first episode they did like it was her and her mom um, doing like a whole debrief on their family and, and the dad and the family dynamic and like he he wasn't like a great guy he yeah. left her mom like with the kids for a really long time and then came back right before things got good mm. with Addison and stuff so I'm, he's like not he's like a piece of shit yeah I'm seeing some of these Jeff Bezos style texts horrifying uh very horrifying and there are so many and it's actually really crazy usually you know when it rains it pours one person comes out and then yep. like people come and share their stories too but considering they're such online people and that's also where like these things tend to go live live I'm surprised that this is only all happening now now right because it's been a lot of girls for a lot of time yeah he's disgusting like literally disgusting and 
he's obsessed with ride, riding Addison's coattails and he should know better because all the things in his life that afford him the privileges to meet people like that are because of Addison. So he should really just fucking shut Behave. up and protect her. Yeah. But no. And no. I, I'm sure it's all over for him and Cherry. As it should. And maybe this, add Sherry to our list of eligible queens. I could see Sherry dating, you know, Shaq. Sherry and Shaq. Iconic. Iconic. I could just see her, you know, dipping her toe. She runs in fabulous circles. I could see Sherry. like a nice relationship with another celebrity for her. I would love that. Maybe Sherry and Josh Groban. Nah. Crazier things have happened. I believe there's a Josh Groban concert this, like this weekend. Ben was like looking up concerts maybe to go to this weekend for my birthday. If there is, that's what we're doing. So you better no, because I think isn't. I've pretty much made up my mind that I want to go to Five Seconds of Summer this weekend. So Josh Groban concert near me. Near me. I always feel like an actual grandparent, like Googling, like, pharmacies near me. Friday, July 8th. Saturday, July 9th. That's probably Saturday, July That's 9th. also tonight. Oh, in, uh, at Jones Beach. PNC on July. No, July 9th is PNC. Tonight is Jones Beach. You should have. And I'm a PNC person, but I'll be here for whatever you want to do for your birthday. No, but I would love if you would take Harold to go see Josh Groban. Like, I literally sang Josh Groban to Harry last night, and he loved it. When I, I actually gave such a stunning performance of a Celine Dion song to Harry um, last night um, when he was hanging out in your lobby that Harry's doorman actually said that my voice was incredible. I don't even know if I told you this, but on my way out, he actually stopped me and he was kind of like speechless. He was like, your voice. I'm like, no, I know. And you weren't even singing good. No, I wasn't even trying. No, like, you were trying to like be quiet because you didn't want to. Because we were in a public place. Yeah. Let me see if there's premium seats. There are. Uh, can we do this later? We're like in the middle of Yeah, sorry. But like, I think we should spend your birthday at Josh Groban. That's just what I think. Like for sure. And Ben would love it. And Homedale is such a great venue. For sure. And I love Josh Groban, and this is not a slight towards him at all, but like realistically, like the songs that I know, he'll probably play max two of. He's obviously going to play. I think you know more than you think. You raise me up. Mm -hmm. You are love. Oh my God. It would honestly be such an emotional experience. Have we ever seen him in concert? No. And I, I know I could go to Jones Beach tonight and therefore be here for your birthday, but something about Jones Beach is so fucking far and it's like a concrete jungle and I hate it. I think it's the worst venue. And it's a Hot concrete take. jungle where dr dreams are not made of. No, it's like everything is, the seats are made of concrete. Like it, it's like a fortress. Pantheon. <laughs> I hate it. I'm sorry. Don't make me go. Come on, let's go to PNC. Um, Actually, knowing you, I could go to the concert and your birthday still wouldn't have star because you're like a late night. 100%. Party. Night owl. <laughs> club girly. <laughs> club rat. I'm, I'm going to look into it. Wow, that just made my heart flutter. You know, I actually recently watched some of our episodes as well. And I don't think I've really realized the influence that that character from Hacks has had on me. Um, I think her name is Megan Stalter, but mm -hmm. she plays Kayla, mm -hmm. the wacky assistant. And her, I just feel like I've actually picked up a lot of her mannerisms, like, unknowingly, because I also follow her on TikTok. And every time I'm, like, laughing at clips of us, I'm literally being her. That's so funny. Maybe you're more influenced by her TikTok, because I, wa I don't see her TikTok, but I watch Tax, and she grinds my gears so much. Oh, my God, so I fucking much. love her. She's so funny. She is so funny, but I think it's probably more coming from TikTok, because I'm not, like... Sometimes when you do someone, I can feel it in my soul. Mm -hmm. and it's You're not feeling Kayla? I'm not feeling the assistant. Okay. Even though eventually she grew on me because she's a loyal queen. And with all, and first of all, she put up all of her money Trust to help that guy. But, Jimmy. Um, loyalty. Loyalty is everything, girl. Loyalty is everything. You know what else is everything? Timing is everything. Gotta watch Country Strong this weekend. That's how I want to celebrate my birthday. Nonstop loop marathon. And then Josh Groban. And then maybe like I'll FaceTime Gwyneth because... 
I have her number. <laughs> There's this guy on TikTok who goes around um, like at beaches and public places and it's like, who's the most famous person in your cell phone contacts? And it's actually an interesting question because like someone's like, you know, A-Rod's cousin. Like everyone yeah, has like yeah. a random and like I need that to happen to me. I'm like, well, where do I begin? <laughs> Nicole Richie? David Foster? Gwyneth Paltrow? You tell me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. That's Even though, like, I haven't used those phone numbers in a few years, and I'm pretty sure they're, like, celebrities are always changing their phone numbers. But um, I'm not upset or anything. I'm sorry. I, I don't know who the most famous person in my phone is. Probably you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just an early birthday gift. Thank you. That's really sweet. I really I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. But I'm still expecting, like, a material item as well. Of course, I have so, uh, something really big planned. <gasps> I also got you a present recently. Did you? I ordered it on Amazon, but like it was not Prime and it was giving like shady dealer. So I feel like it'll be here in a month. You want to hear something crazy? Remember how I told you guys I needed to order my postnatal pills? Mm -hmm. So yesterday I finally went to order them and they're like temporarily unavailable because like the ingredients are just not available. But they're like, you know. <sighs> Supply chain. It's like a Prime item. They're, I don't go to some like. they're Indeed. The, they're nature made, you know. No. They're Supply the first chain. ones on Amazon. Supply chain. Nothing works in this country. There's nothing on the shelf. I can't get anything like, I need. Supply chain. Anytime you can't get anything, everyone's just like, supply chain. And then you're just supposed to accept that. But you're like, chalking it up. Can we investigate what happened to the supply chain? Let's get it on. It's been working for hundreds of years. No, but I, and you know what? I, I'm, and, I'm, and it's working really strongly and in this way for decades. And I'm an understandable queen. Like, of course, COVID will derail some things. But like... COVID's over, over for a while. Wait, by the way, and COVID was like popping, you know, for a year and a half and the supply chain was fine. Yeah, no, I have, I have some theories. But they'll say, they'll say it was like staggered. Right. I have some theories on the supply chain and I'm just saying if that bitch doesn't get her act together soon, like I'm not going to do anything, but I'll be upset. No, but like it's two things. One, stop blaming everything on the supply chain and fix it. No. Or like... Is that just like a thing people say? No, that's my second thing is there are some things like Dana was telling me her uh, like wedding photographer, her photos are going to be late and he was like supply chain and it's like you what? have your camera and it's your memory computer. card and your computer. Right. No, so but there's, there's, there are people who are blaming things on supply, supply chain because you can. No, since 2020, like we all have like a slew of excuses for many things. Even when I was talking about yesterday, my show Titanic being canceled, mm -hmm. um, COVID, like what? <laughs> It's not an acceptable excuse. Like, get an understudy. No, so, like, they're just, like, all these things. And it's actually nice for, like, humans. Like, oh, I can't go to work. I have COVID. But, like, you know, you're fine. Like, Yeah, or you could even be, like, I was exposed. I, I just need to take Right, it. right. Or, like, oh, no, sorry. I didn't get the report in. Like, my paper and my printer couldn't fill because of supply chain. Like, right. it's nice for us mortals, like, to have, like, some things to fall back on for excuses. But, like, for the infrastructure of the country, like, get it together. Yeah, agreed. Two separate things. I also saw like Kate Middleton couldn't go to an event because she was exposed to COVID, and it's like, I she's tired. I believe that's a lie. And you know what? That is what uh, the, one of the very small blessings that came out of COVID. I think like she a forever excuse. She shouldn't go to the event. Like she's probably tired, and she's a mom of three. Like let that bitch go home. Yeah, but now we all have an excuse. That's fabulous. And you don't even have to lie and say that you have COVID because sometimes exposed. Be, yeah, but exposed. Hundred percent. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah, I really am. 
Kim Kardashian's on the cover of Allure. She says she'd do anything to look and feel youthful. Kim is leaning leaning into her blonde alter ego hard. She says, I have a different energy when I'm blonde. I'm a totally different person. I'm sassier. I'm more confident as a blonde. That's not to say that a brunette Kim is any less powerful, though. In her opinion, brunette Kim is a boss. Add long nails to the equation, and she has what she refers to as bitch boss energy. I like that she, like, associates different phases of her life and, like, who she's going to channel based on her hair yeah but she also doesn't change her hair too much so these right. are like concrete personalities you know i saw a lot of coverage on this allure cover she and like also just talks about aging and what she's done and her philosophy on trying to stay youthful and i think a lot of this is probably like not more not in like such a in a more subtle way like a has a lot to do with skin yes. you know like just making her like the face of youthfulness mm-hmm. and honestly like one of the things I love about Kim is, like, the fact that she's, like, 40, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, like, <clears throat> she's literally the sexiest woman alive, a bombshell. And, like, for years, like, you had to be 21 to do that. And it's, like, no one on the planet is sexier, and Kim is also 40 and had four kids. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't really like this, like, angle, like, this youthfulness. Like, I'm, I always want to look my best, like, and I want to be, like, tight and right forever. But, like, this obsession with youth is, like, it's not my favorite thing, honestly. I hear what you're saying. I think she is positioning herself for Skakin. And I do want everyone to know, I use Skakin every night. And it's great. And I love it. And sometimes, like, I always switch off what I use because sometimes I'm either feeling lazy or I like to, like, keep my skin on its toes. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know what's coming. Is it going to be vitamin C serum? Is it going to be La Mer? Is it going to be Skakin? Mm-hmm. Like, you need to be prepared and I'm going to blast all my rosacea. But, like, Skakin is every day when I go to do my face, I'm like, when I go to do my skincare, I'm like, my skin looks good. I should do what I just did. So I do skin, And it's amazing. I believe it for sure. But back to this positioning. I agree. Now she's sort of taking this angle of like, I'm obsessed with looking young. I'll do anything I can to look young. While still minimizing her reliance on the filler. real stuff. She says she's never had filler in her nose or her, in her lips or her cheeks. That right now she has a little bit of Botox. But I'm she's getting over Botox, so she's going to let it like fizzle out. Mm. But like, I'm sorry, lay people don't look like this at 41. What, did she have a facelift? If she really has no filler and a little bit of Botox, like, then what is it? Yeah. I feel like she's never lying in the interview because the interviewer is asking, do you have Botox or do you have filler? To those things, maybe she doesn't have right. those things. Right now, yeah. What do you have? Where can I get it? Yeah. And also, I don't really believe, like, every person who's famous owes us a detailed explanation of what they do plastic surgery wise like I think this expectation that like every woman has to say exactly what she had done I don't need to know what everyone has had done but if you're talking about the process of staying young and some of the things that you do then now that the can of worms is open I want to see all the worms agreed I just and maybe it has to do with the fact that she's like dating a younger guy but I feel like her recent like obsession with youth is like it just doesn't feel so kim to me I feel like she's so proud of like the years under her belt and all that she's accomplished. And like, I don't know. I just like, and Allure to me is like kind of like a tacky magazine. I was just like, you were just like on Vogue. We were watching you on Keeping Up and Sports Illustrated. I'm like, Allure, that's like being on Lucky Magazine. Like, I know, but like Allure is beauty. And I think this is beauty. This yes. is all for Skakin. Yeah, it is. And so this is her approach to aging. She says she's at peace with not being perfect. 
Um, she said, I hate my hands. They're wrinkly and gross. Mm -hmm. And also you can't fix hands. She said, but I've lived life and I've changed so many diapers with these hands and I've snuggled my babies with these hands. So I'm okay with them. Getting older doesn't mean that I won't strive for perfection, but you get to a point where you're like, okay, my health is more important than anything Mm -hmm. else. But even though she knows the aging process is natural, it doesn't mean that she won't do everything in her power to look and feel young for as long as she can. She said, it's hard to explain because I'm at peace, but I would still do anything to look and feel youthful. Yeah. And I think there's also something to be said for the fact that Kim probably lives in a extremely healthy lifestyle plant-based working out and all that definitely contributes Mm -hmm. to how you look like Mm -hmm. when I'm 40 I'm gonna be old and haggard because all I do is drink and eat poorly like and that's on the consequences of your actions she also doesn't drink she doesn't right she doesn't drink I think there's a lot of things she does outside of like skincare dermatology that contribute to her looking really good and I think that's a thing in Hollywood where a lot of the women look younger than they are because of all the things that they do but also for like 20 years they've led like no meat no alcohol, green juice, cleanse. Clean. And that totally helps. And I'm not saying it's everything, but it's definitely a factor. Like, you are what you eat. Yeah. You are what you eat. That feels like one of those, like, fatphobic sayings. Like, I don't think so. Well, I, it, it does, it's very literal, you know, like, you'll look like how much you eat. Right. But in this, you know. Context. Who she sends. Yeah, yeah. You like are you what are, you like if you if you're eating if you processed, eat junk, you'll feel like junk, and you'll your skin won't be glowing. But if you're like on an all fucking, even when you did your dumbass juice cleanse, like you did have like bright skin and white eyes. Yeah, like no, if you eat healthy, you'll feel healthy. Yeah, and so it's a, definitely a huge part of like why women in Hollywood look younger than they are. But it's also everything, all, everything else. else that they're you know have access to. Yeah. So this obsession with youthfulness is just not my favorite Kim era, but I support her nonetheless, and will still take a bullet for her. So yeah. And I'm a big fan of Skikin. So and I, I thought the photos from this look were beautiful mm-hmm. from this shoot. And it was different. I feel like we just had this conversation. It's like the same kind of like looks for the last couple months. Like leggings, lycra, spandex. And this is different. And I thought yeah. she looked great. She's just like covered in hair. Yeah. Like look at this shirt. It's made of hair. Yes, I saw that. And I also did like they had a one shot in the spread of um her glam team yeah so mario and chris got in there which is probably really fun for them yeah and because it's a beauty magazine and she's the glam girly it's pertinent to the situation i loved it love it okay next up another kardashian story because kylie is on tiktok clapping back at people who are making shit up and i'm really living for it yes So Kylie Jenner accused a TikTok user of lying for attention after he claimed to have heard her son crying while delivering an Instacart order. On Thursday, uh, she posted a video of herself making a sandwich, and we all talked about her Subway sandwiches. Yes, and then someone on TikTok said that he thinks that he delivered the ingredients ingredients to her house because he had a bag full of these ingredients, and he said he came. He's an Instacart driver. Yeah, he came through the gate, and he heard a baby crying. He drove through a a river, and he believes that it was Kylie's house. And she put it under a fake name. That's what he said. Yes, and so she commented saying, "The lying for attention rubs me the wrong way. Sorry, I did not order this myself. He was tipped through the app, lied to about seeing my son, about seeing through." my windows and hearing my son cry so uh, she's saying like I couldn't tell if she was saying it's not true or it was him and he was tipped through the app no I think she was saying it's not true because she also said that he's talked about a river and that she has no no river. river on her property yeah and let's say for argument's sake that this Instacart driver did deliver to Kylie 
to be in someone's home and like near their kids and then like blow it up on social media is just like so tacky and like so I think evident of like the culture we live in where like everyone's obsessed with like blowing up celebrity spots like no matter the cost so let's say it was him and she ordered under a fake name and he got the ingredients whatever um I feel, feel like he could have made a video and been like I think I just delivered to Kylie like that was so exciting like to I don't know like it just feels kind of icky to me beyond icky to be in someone's home and like blow it up with everything you saw right that's so even if that was the if it was true it's it ain't right icky and I think unethical and also indicative of this culture where like everyone just like wants to go viral and have their moment and like and catch oh my a God, celebrity hey look at me yeah like at what cost? Right. And so I agree with you. Oh my God, I just, I think I delivered to Kylie. Like that's pretty cool. As opposed to being like, I think I heard her son crying. Like the fuck? Yeah. Like, oh, Kylie's the only person who has a baby. And by the way, I just have a hard time believing Kylie wanted a sandwich and Instacarted food. Like I just know her house is always, the Kardashians, you see their kitchens, like they have everything at all times. Like it's not like she needed, you know, a filet of salmon. No, like, or she sent someone to the store. Yeah. It was just like basic grocery items that most people have in their house. Bread, lettuce, mayo, turkey. Like, yeah. Who knew that the sandwich would cost such a ruckus? You know what I did yeah. when I saw it? I was you like, know. the world can't handle this sandwich. And honestly, like, this is why Kylie stays the fuck away from us. Like, she can't make a sandwich without someone claiming, like, they made the sandwich, you know? Right. It's just like... Everyone's taking credit for her sandwich. Right. She can't make a sandwich in peace. She should or open up a sandwich shop. Kylie's... Kaiway. Kaiway. Oh it's God. my way or Kaiway. They should open a restaurant. I love that, like, Kylie called this guy out, but then it just, like, sets a precedent that you could, like, make some shit up and be called out by a celebrity. And you get attention, right? And then also, I'm sure she feels about it, like, you know, if I call out this person, then I have to call out every other untruth. And if I don't call out those untruths, then people might think that they're, they're true. true. But you know what? Sometimes you don't have to set a precedent and you just gotta shut a bitch up. No, sometimes you just, like, do what you fucking feel. Yeah, you and know? just... And not worry about, like, what precedent what this does this set for, for my the, brand? Like, what this means for the next time. Just... Let them know. Yeah, let them know. So I'm glad that Kylie's sticking up for herself. Me too. And, and also, I, I hate, hope this doesn't I, stop. I hate this trend, and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. And, like, it's people just, like, live for, you know, talking about, like, their celebrity encounters, making stuff up, as we know, you know, yeah. taking a picture of a celebrity when they see them, putting in on Dumois. It's just, like... Agreed. It's like, it's, we've reached a new level of like obsession with celebrities and literally look at us but getting out of bed every day. it's not about the obsession with the celebrity. It's about Making how it, that exchange benefits you. Yeah. And puts down the, the other person. Sure. But it could be good, good, bad, yeah. whatever. But it's how that benefits you. Oh, so-and-so ate at this restaurant that I was at. Don't yeah. forget I was there. No, and just, I think it's like this whole thing of taking things out of context, like, Oh, I saw Sean Mendez at a restaurant and he was so rude. Really? Were you sitting with him talking? Like, you don't fucking know. Shut up. Yeah. And so it's just like this obsession with what you think you saw. And you saw nothing. Right. But also with knowing things first, like just being in the know. And even when people like write in like, oh, I know that this person is pregnant. Like, yeah. So? So you know. No, somebody had, so? somebody had messaged us. When um, Catherine Foster, what's her name? Catherine McPhee. What's her name now? McPhee Foster. Catherine McPhee Foster was pregnant um, because they had been McFoster. in the waiting McFoster. They'd been in the waiting room at mm -hmm. their gynecologist together, um, and that just felt like. And they DM'd it to us, and that just felt like a huge breach of HIPAA. Even though she wasn't a nurse, like yeah. it's just a violation of humanity. Yeah, and it's just like okay, so she's pregnant, and you know, so what? 
But I also feel like it's taken us. MJ. Time. MJ. Like we've come around to this conclusion, like maybe just like growing up and and having like experiences. And and now I can see it as like, okay, so you know something, you're the first first person to know something. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, no, that lesson came to me in like such a humbling and honestly like earth shattering way. Mercedes Javid, who like now is one of my really good friends. But at the time she was just like a reality star who I loved. And I got like a very reliable tip that she was pregnant so I posted it on our Instagram um and she literally commented like no I'm not and she was but she had like an exclusive with people and she wasn't ready yet and like I was just being this annoying fucking bitch barging in on her moment like right it and in that moment I actually I was at an Ed Sheeran concert when she commented I remember it I was like oh my god I'm literally like a piece of shit rat (laughs) I'm literally that reporter from the Hannah Montana movie like I'm disgusting I have no code of ethics piece of shit rat rat so and I never did it again. Like okay. it's not our fucking business. And like yeah. you're right. So so you get to post it on your Instagram first. We used to kind and of And then what? We used to, I feel like we used to be those people though mm-hmm. that it's like we want to be the first to know if something happened, we want you guys to have come to, and to found it Instagram. out from us. And it's like not only is it like, okay, so say you found it out from us, like cool. cool. <laughs> but you're also like that's someone's private personal business. Yes, that also happened to be like last year with Kylie and Tra I mean not Kylie, with Travis and Courtney's engagement. Somebody was on the beach and sent me a picture. I mean, everybody and, was on the beach. Yeah, and it wasn't really private, but and I had posted it on my Instagram. I just felt icky about it, so I deleted it. Like, right, and they did wind up announcing it really soon, and it wasn't the sort of thing that they were trying to keep private. But it's just like icky. So what? Yeah, and I feel like I'm. I'm. I at least hope and think I'm getting much better at that. Like I don't want to be that rat. No, I. Th- I don't think we have any sort of inclination to do that anymore. And you know what? It does take some time and maturity to get to that place. Yes. So I think maybe everyone's just catching up. Hopefully one day we'll come around to that is what I'm hoping. You they're know? Re- yeah, they're going to get on our level soon. <laughs> just of, that's what we're saying. Of emotional maturity. Get on our level. That's the takeaway from this whole episode. Title. Title. Um, before we keep going, I just want to say that today's episode is brought to you by Kitsch. They say that hair care is a new skincare, but there's one brand that's taken it to the next level with a cult-like following. Kitsch has created some game-changing essentials mm. that beauty enthusiasts swear by. From satin pillowcases to time-saving towels, Kitsch knows hair care doesn't stop in the shower. So they're offering game-changing, time-saving beauty essentials for your hair, skin, and body. Whatever your budget, whatever your skin type or your hair type, Kitsch believes that you deserve little indulgences at affordable prices starting morning, noon, and night. So... Some of their best sellers include a lot of products that we have. First off, the satin pillowcase. Like, I wake up in a hotel or when I don't have a satin pillowcase, like, with a fucking rat's nest on my head. And I never realized, like, oh, I just thought I'm, like, a crazy sleeper. No, girl, get a satin pillowcase. Like, it will literally help. And it also helps your face. I mean, like, your skin. Mm. Um, so the satin is vegan and cruelty-free. It's not like silk, which was made from silk worms. They're great for your hair and skin while you sleep. They've been proven to, you know, decrease lines, maintain your hair. They also make shampoo and conditioner bars, which is part of their bottle-free beauty. So it's way better for the environment. Like, you would use a bar of soap, use a bar of conditioner. It's so smart. Yeah. Like, genius. They also have heatless satin curling rollers, so no more heat damage. I've seen a lot of videos on Me TikTok too. of people, like, literally throwing away their curling irons to... Do heatless curls. I've seen them on reels. Yeah, you see them six months later. (laughs) Um, So Kitsch is offering a great discount on their products. I really love the satin pillowcase. Um, The shampoo and conditioner bars are great as well. And they're offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash toast. That's 30% off anything and everything at mykitsch, M-Y-K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash toast. mykitsch.com slash toast for 30% off your order. 
Love it. Okay, our next story. I know I said yesterday that nothing in the housewives world could even shock me anymore, but something has. Mm. Heather Gay and Meredith Marks join Jen Shaw in New York City for her upcoming trial. Heather Gay and Meredith Marks are part of the Shaw squad in New York City while she's here for her trial. Let me just say one thing. This is why Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is not that bitch. The women are so finicky, so flaky, go so below the belt with one another, and then the next episode, not even the next season, it's like a clean slate. Mm -hmm. It's so difficult to follow. They have no loyalty to anyone, not even to themselves, and that's why this franchise is not what it should be. So what you're saying is they don't have scruples. Thank you, they have no, have you no scruples? The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City stars supported their co-star Jen Shaw by traveling with her to New York City less than two weeks before her upcoming fraud trial in Manhattan Federal Court. The three Bravo liberties, whose friendship may come as a surprise to viewers, yeah, touched down in the Big Apple earlier this week and have been documenting their many adventures together. In one Instagram story posted by Heather, the threesome posed for a selfie in a dark restaurant. Heather captioned it, my coven. They're just like doing a million things together, promoting books, taking pictures of each other. And I do not understand the Meredith Marks. Right, because I think of of all the women, she's probably the most principled. Mm. And this is not something a principled person would do. No, and her criticism of Jen has seemed the most final there's no coming back from it even if like not even like we'll ever be best friends but can we even get to a place of friendship I don't know now she's part of Shaw Squad at the trial it's just such a bad look and honestly I don't really know a lot of the legal stuff around Jen's trial but I just know like you don't get put on trial by like the U.S. government without going to jail for some amount of time yeah it's this isn't like a criminal case where it's like you know innocent until proven guilty or like there's a jury like Mm -hmm. when the u.s government is the one indicting you like because they have proof right like concrete they don't just like go out on a limb yeah also like what's also confusing is jen there's a picture of her here like wearing gucci sandals and a gucci purse that are this season gucci so where is that money coming from like remember when she took money from her Her mother who was a school teacher because for lawyers. So like, where is she getting this renewed money? I'm sure she's still making money from the show and, and stuff, on Instagram, but she has to pay her retainers. And if she has money to spare, like she should be paying her mom back. No, that's actually really true. And it's this season. It could be so, fake. Mm, I don't know. Just to keep up her appearances. No, it's hard to tell all, from a photo. Look at that little purse. That is so fucking cute on the yeah, couch. Yeah, no, for sure. That is and I feel like fakes don't really come out like when the new collection comes out. It's like next year. These are Gucci sandals that are Gucci and they're this season. No, that's definitely an interesting point. You're very detail-oriented. I I just was just looking at these sandals because I think they're so cute. It's like the same thing. It's same shit, different year. Like always been confused about her finances, even now. Yeah, but now like she could post a picture like this. Look at this picture where she looks like, you know, she's dressed to the nines you could argue that that's all old stuff that she bought pre but you're saying it's a new season i get it when it's this season yeah make it make sense i mean make any of this make sense make the meredith part make sense please i am looking forward to like getting some kind of closure from the trial i feel like we've been talking about it for a while and it got pushed back it was supposed to be march so like let's see like she's playing this card of being framed Mm -hmm. let's see she's frame bridged literally yeah Stu is testifying against her like it's not going well no so in two weeks it starts so we will be down at the courthouse no it's literally gonna be like just kidding it's gonna be like a trial that everyone's watching i wonder if it's gonna be televised 
was none of Teresa did Teresa ever go on trial no I feel like she took a deal yeah so we it never played out in court yeah but they do say there was remember how Ghislaine wasn't televised because they say like federal trials aren't televised it, it's like it varies per case I think it's what state you're in like it will benefit Jen benefit Jen greatly if it's not televised. Yeah, of course she's not exactly because if like, it is televised, like it's going to be the new Amber and Johnny. Yeah, and she's not exactly ha, ha, she doesn't have a good track record of making herself look good, mm-hmm. and she's not a professional. I mean, she is a professional con woman, I guess allegedly. And I actually, th- I think she would probably per- want it to be trial because she'll probably have her looks Glam. and she can put she can maybe try and win over people's hearts and minds, knowing that people will be watching. But I think it will behoove her if it's not. Yeah. So, I'm very curious to see what the outcome of this trial is. And I don't understand these two morons tagging along. Yeah. No. Truly. I and understand like, Heather. I, no. Every time I think, like, Heather can't get, like, a lower grade in my book, she does something moronic like this. Yeah, but this doesn't surprise me. Heather has decided, you know, whatever Jen is guilty of, even if she is guilty, Heather doesn't care. But, like, Meredith, up until this point, has been incredibly scrupled. Scrupled, yeah. And it's confusing when someone goes from scrupled to scrupulous. They lose their scruples. They can't find them. Right. Maybe she's just lost. Maybe. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Yes, ma'am. Someone we've been talking about a lot this week, Hayden Penetier's ex, Brian Hickerson, confirms that they've split permanently. Got it. So this is in line with her press press this week, her new start, fresh start. She is no longer with Brian, who is the guy that they were... Is that the father of her... No. No, okay. This is the guy that they were, like, brawling in the parking lot with the people. And there's been a few other incidents. Of, like, violence. Right. So he was catched by paparazzi this week, and they they asked him how him and Hayden were doing, to which he responded, just, you know, friends. They asked more directly if if they were still together, and he said, no, absolutely not. Okay, good. I mean, he's obviously, I think, like the timeline of when he entered her life was when a lot of things started to go bad for her, like Mm -hmm. just two people who aren't right for each other. But I did want to mention that I watched a little clip of her People Magazine interview where she shared the fact that her daughter lives um, between Germany and Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't live with her daughter. She doesn't live in the same country as her daughter. And she was like on the verge of tears talking about how like she talks to her and her daughter still loves her and she like doesn't understand why. And she's just so grateful that her kid is so great. It was like so emotional. Um, and I feel like it was really brave because I think like a lot of people, she would like, they would be wrong for it, but a lot of people would judge her for like letting her child live in another country with her dad. But Hayden like knew her own limits and her faults and like let her dad have full custody. Um, and I thought it was like really, I was, I didn't know any of this and I was like shocked by it and also like really, um, in awe of the bravery to speak on it. Cause it's, it's so personal. Like it's really nobody's business. Like what the custody, yeah. but it was really shocking. Oh wow. She did. She, she looked beautiful. And like, she was like on the verge of tears the entire interview. It was really interesting to like get an update on her. Oh, I want to watch that clip. Cause I didn't realize that she voluntarily. Yes. Like she knows. Her daughter go. I guess think she's just been struggling. Like since she gave birth to her daughter, she was very public about her postpartum, like really bad postpartum. And it just spiraled from there with like bad choices and bad men in her life um and so yeah she I believe willingly wanted what was best for her daughter and that wasn't being with her which must be like literally the hardest decision on the planet to make totally and this week of talking about Hayden Pentier was making me think about the week when we talked about like Jessica Simpson every Mm -hmm. day because she was writing her book and I and I think it's time for a Hayden book oh my god by the way a hundred percent. I don't know if she's there yet, like emotionally or mentally. But when she gets there, and it seems like she's definitely on her way, especially if she's no longer with this guy, if she's like being able to sit down and talk about really hard things mm-hmm. and talk about addiction in the rear view mirror. Oh my God, yes. But that would be an amazing book. An amazing book. I love that. Publishers. Get to it. Start writing some offers. That's a great idea. 
And those are the past five. Feel as though you need to know them. It's actually pretty juicy for a Friday. I don't want you to get too excited, but should we uh, recap Southern Charm? Ooh, I'm feeling so comfortable. Southern Charm is brought to you by ZocDoc, a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. ZocDoc helps you find every specialist under the sun. Whether you're trying to straighten your teeth, fix an achy back, get your mole checked out, or anything else, ZocDoc has you covered. Their mobile app is as easy as ordering a ride or to a restaurant or getting a delivery to your house. You could search, find, and book doctors with a few taps. Go to ZocDoc.com to find the right doctor that's right for you. Book an appointment in person or remotely, whatever works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people are using ZocDoc. We are two of them. It's our go-to whenever we need to book and find a quality doctor. It can be really hard to find like good specialists and doctors when you don't have one. And like going online can be like overwhelming. So for ZocDoc, just to streamline it all, also lets you book, see if they take your insurance. You don't have to call and be like, hi, do you take my plan? Like it's just easy. And if you hate talking to people on the phone, like it minimizes a lot of torture. That's me. Go to ZocDoc.com slash toast. Download the ZocDoc app for free. And then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash toast. ZocDoc.com slash toast. Thank you. All right. Southern Charm. Um, the pinnacles of the episode for me were them discovering Madison's engagement, of course. And it reminded me, like, how bizarre it was that she announced it on Amazon Live. Yeah. And I'm surprised they even gave Amazon Live that much press. One, saying Amazon Live multiple times. And two, feeding the stream into the show. Like, they must have some sort of... They had to, like, license it or something. Yeah, because usually they have to, like, block stuff out. Um, But I did think it was interesting when Craig broke the news to um, Austin. And he was like, Madison is about to go live. And I think maybe announce that she's engaged. And he checked his watch. Almost like he knew that she had a live stream at 2 o'clock. Like, he was, like, obsessed with her schedule. Like, I just thought, like, the fact that he looked at his watch was really suspicious. Austin? Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, is it 2 o'clock already? Time for her stream. Like, it was just, it was a weird thing to do. I didn't notice it. I was, like, perplexed by it. Yeah. Confused. It's really crazy that, like, we just heard that she's in a new relationship and that they're getting engaged at the same time. I do wish Madison was a cast member in her own right because it seems like she has a lot going, a lot going on. on and also like she is just television gold like yes every scene that she's in she's a scene stealer she always has the best one-liners and she is so polarizing yep. and that's what people love and I think there are a lot of people obviously who don't like Madison but there are a lot of people who love her I really like her I think she's great on television and I think she's just like herself and I want more Madison. She should be a full-time cast member. She gives so much. And by the way, I thought she really put Vanita in her place when she needed to. That, that was co- so surprising yeah, and beca- welcome. Because she wasn't just being like an um, indulgent friend enabling her friend's poor bad One, behavior. Like, usually when you sit down with your friend, you just like agree with them, especially yes. if you weren't there. But two, the girl that they were going for is Austin's new girlfriend. So she's all, or Austin's dating girl that he's interested in. So you would think that Madison would like, be excited that everyone's coming for her but the fact that she stood up for her I was just like just when you think you know Madison nope and by the way she was 100% right like Vanita why do you care about literally any of this not one bit of it has to do with you and I think Vanita is just fueled by her hatred of Catherine Mm -hmm. but so she's acting just a little irrational and I was she was like bothering me and I couldn't put my like foot on it or finger on it making this first of all it wasn't even a big thing between Naomi and 
Olivia. And, it. and at the end of the day, they're talking about a third person. It's not an issue between Naomi and Olivia. It's an issue between Naomi and Catherine. So they're having this like third person exchange. And then Benita's coming and she doesn't like the way that they're talking about their issue with someone else. And it's like, there's too many cooks in the kitchen. No, Benita and it totally also, escalated it. It's not a big, big thing. deal. She was just asking a question. And I don't think Naomi cared that much. And as... Madison said, Naomi's very smart. She can stand up for herself. Right. Like, she doesn't need, like, Vanita. She I doesn't think, need backup. I think Vanita is getting more involved in the storyline now. So she wants to have, like, a hand in everything, which I totally get. But it's making her look just, like, a little annoying and thirsty. Yeah. And I also found it interesting because I just caught up on last week's episode when she was talking about her business of influencing. And I really re- appreciated the respect she put on influencing. Like, it's not just snapping a photo and moving on with your day. Like, it's a full-fledged business that you can make a lot of money from. But I was shocked when the way she was talking about making seven figures a month. And I was like, how many followers does she have? She's 80,000 followers, which is probably more than she had when she filmed that because... Right, because she's been getting followers. Yeah, and so I was just confused how, like, you run a seven-figure-a-month business with 80,000 followers. Well, did she say she makes seven figures a month or that you can make seven figures It sounded like in the past she had made seven figures. Not consistently. That would be amazing. That was just surprising. Yeah. Because that's a lot of money to make even when you have millions of followers every month. So I was confused by that. Um, But I did appreciate a lot of the respect she was putting on. Oh, for sure. And she has great style. And I'm very looking forward. And her content is premium. Like I went on her Instagram. Like she takes it serious. And I respect that. Yeah. Also, like that scene, it was from two episodes ago, I think, where Benita and Naomi are playing tennis. And they just yes. so stunning cute. yeah like that's what we come to the show for yeah and her clock like she's premium um but I, I think she's having a hard time finding her footing as an official cast member mm-hmm. because in past seasons she's just kind of been like someone's sidekick yeah and now it's her moment and I think she wants to make the most of it and she's like not sure what to do with it yeah and she's taking I, just taking it out on the wrong and people it and seems places like next week also what's so funny is Madison says I have a client who would let us use their house and I think next week it's Patricia's Patricia. house. Yeah. I thought she had another client with too. another house. And yeah. I'm like, that's really nice that clients. Of course, but it's last Patricia. Season, last season, she had a client or something who used that big house with the tree house. Remember? Yeah, and it was on the water. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, that's true. So maybe it's not Patricia's. No, but it, Patricia's there next week and it looks like Patricia's house. We'll see. Why wouldn't she just say Patricia? By the way, sad about Whitney's dad. And I feel like have they ever spoken about him? No. I found that whole thing interesting. Like, so married interesting. 50, those By pictures way, of Patricia. Patricia Altschul is that woman, and she yeah. is the seven husbands yes. of Patricia Altschul. And as much as we're hard on her, her and her role in this show, give us Patricia's history. Give us a documentary. Like, I just found those pictures to be fascinating, and she was selling art. Like, she really has lived a thousand lives, and that little sneak peek was really interesting. And it's all led her to be like this woman in this house with this. Wealth and, and eating McDonald's in her Bentley and her tray table. It's true. And how did she get here? No, we need like a full thing. Yeah. We need like a book. You know who's um, turning into like one of my favorite like random supporting characters? Pringle. Oh, yeah. He, like I, I felt like we got a little too much of him last season. Like I don't think he has what it takes to be like a full on mm-hmm. cast member. And I feel like he like switched places with Vanita almost. Yeah. And she's good for it and he's not and I think that this is better for him yeah because he just seems like a, a guy that's easy to get along with but I think when we saw too much like it was too much yeah no it was like I wasn't I was like please stop yes also you just said Pringle who was I oh you know who else I like Shep's cousin Oh, Shep's cousin. I, I like, like her too. I like her too and I like Shep's girlfriend. Yeah, me too a little bit. Mm. She's not what I thought um, 
I guess we got a little bit of her last season, but I, I like that she, you know, knows that soon what she wants and that, like, she's going to have to go her separate ways to Shep. But they're still together today, and, like, Shep, just settle down. It's I really know. not that scary. No, it's not. Like, when... What's scarier is, like, being you. Yeah, of course. But for me, like, and this is what I say sometimes during Dear Toasters, like, guys who are in full-fledged relationships living with women who are afraid to get married, like literally nothing changes I can totally understand being afraid and not ready to have kids that's huge settling down into a marriage is literally what you're doing now but like a little better like I'll never understand that so Shep has just been bothering the shit out of me like I'm I'm so over him and I feel like he's long extended his like playboy thing to a point where it's not cool or funny it's sad you know who he's becoming Thomas Yeah. What's also crazy is that Thomas and Catherine are still in a custody battle, even after everything that came out about him Mm -hmm. in the last few years. I thought all of that meant, like, he literally sexually assaulted their nanny, and she pressed charges. I thought that all meant that, like, Catherine should have custody of their children. When I heard she had them only only every other weekend. Every other weekend. That must fucking torture her. And they're with Thomas all that other time. Terrible. Terrible. And then Catherine and Caleb. Yeah. I'm honestly, like so annoyed with Catherine like I'm upset for Caleb but like you know what blessing like she's extremely chaotic and toxic I know but then just seeing their dynamic with how close she is with his, with mom, his mom like it just so- made me realize there's so much more to their relationship that we don't know that we don't see and like that the, her kids love his mom and like I you can't stay in a relationship for someone's mom I am now sad and when Caleb was first on the phone with his mom talking about Catherine and we didn't know yet that they were close I was like oh my god I can only imagine what Caleb's mom thinks, thinks about of Catherine. her I was yes and then to hear that they're like even closer and it just goes to show there's even layers of Catherine that we probably don't yeah. know that you know because the person that you would see on the show like it's like oh how is she getting along with anyone however her driving in the pouring rain on the phone without looking oh. up at the wheel like she was giving me such bad anxiety anxiety I was, the rain was insane she was so fidgety with her phone she wasn't even looking at the road yeah it was driving me nuts yeah me too also she was driving over to craig's apparently because they had a conversation where she's wearing that outfit and we only yes. get it in a flashback yes good call anyways I'd like to be Caleb's mom. Given what we've seen about Caleb and Catherine in just the last two, three episodes, um, I will like be sad to see them. I will be sad to see them split up because it seems like there's just, you know, a closeness that we don't know about. Yeah. Those meatballs did look good, though, that she was making. Yeah, and it was sad that nobody ate a morsel. Devastating. But what did she put the meatballs on? I would have assumed rice, but it had a more creamy, like, polenta consistency. I, maybe it was. An or orzo? Risotto. Yeah. Interesting. Damn, nobody even ate it. Um, what? It wasn't really that crazy of an episode. I feel like it was like a pause, like before something big. Yeah. Well, I guess because Caleb and Catherine are going to break up. Right. But like, I really like. Actually, Madison's engaged. She's having that girls' tea time at her client's house next week, and right. it looks like there, Vanita and Olivia are going to get into it, and Vanita and Catherine. Yeah, Vanita just needs to go straight to the source. Like, you obviously fucking hate Catherine. Stop being mad at everyone around her. And just be mad at Catherine. Yeah. For whatever your reasons are, go for it. Yeah. But she's making herself look just like a little messy by taking her anger out on Catherine on literally everyone else. Yeah. I'm like Olivia, who's so new to the group where it's like. Uh, and she, whatever she said, even though it was like kind of dumb, like her intentions were earnest in, in Naomi's house. Yeah. I don't want to have I don't have an issue with what she said. It felt like she was actually on a fact finding mission well, and that she's and not just going to write Catherine off. She clearly like knows yes. Catherine even a little bit. And so it's like, let me give this person a shred of the benefit of the doubt. No. And you know what? 
no matter what the situation is on a reality show when like everyone's talking shit about someone and then one person is like it's not really fair to like talk about a situation when the person's not here even if I hate the person like I actually respect that mentality like mm -hmm. it's not fair to debrief and like pick apart a situation about a person who's not in front of you so like one person standing up and then getting like attacked it's it, it they were like, wait, they were saying afterwards, like, I don't want it to seem like we were ganging up on Olivia, but like, that's actually what you were all doing. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, and I, I liked, um, was it Olivia who said, like, whenever there's a situation where everyone's against one person, like, I, who said that? I don't know. Madison. Yeah. Talking about Olivia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a nice moment from Yeah, her. it's like, everyone just chill. Chill. Anyways, it's good. I love the gang. <sighs> I love you. Oh my god, I love you too. The next time you guys see me, I'll be an old maid. Old maiden type of shoes. Um, and the next time they see us, it'll be Wednesday, right? It'll be Wednesday. It will so, be hump day, and that's really exciting. So just a reminder, the next two weeks are scattered. Two episodes next week, Wednesday and Thursday in studio, regular stuff. The week after that, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Jackie and I have some things we got to do. And then after that, we will be back on our regularly scheduled programming. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your patience. Mm -hmm. We love and appreciate you. Mm -hmm. Till death do us part. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, The Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're listening to this on YouTube, subscribe. Give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts anywhere. Podcasts can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iRadioCast, all the places where you listen to podcasts. Find us, The Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review, please. We could use them about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Have an amazing weekend. Stay safe. Don't forget to wish me a happy birthday on Sunday, and I will be accepting... Um, Cash gifts only. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.